and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, the pilgrims arrive at the kingdom of the Red Hog, where pigs are sacred. The people hail Pigsy as their new king and god. Tripitaka discovers that the current king is a disguised demon, the spirit of the Red Hog, and that he murdered the old king. Helped by the rebels, Monkey and Sandy set out to save Princess Green Lotus and stop the evil swine before the whole country is converted to pig worship. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me, your host, Jamie. And welcome to another edition of the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 21, Pigsy, King and God. As usual, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you have not watched the episode, I suggest you go and watch it, then come back and join us. Let's get into it. The pilgrims have reached... The Kingdom of the Red Hog this week. Oh, holiest majesty Hog, as promised in the oracles you have come here. You honour us as no country was ever honoured. The Kingdom of Red Hog welcomes you, majesty. And it's fair to say both Monkey and Sandy are giving Pigsy a wee bit of a, a ribbing about it. Oh, this is your home country type stuff. Pigsy's getting a wee bit cheesed off with them and asks Tripitaka for for help. But he's getting the cold shoulder. It's not clear why he's getting the cold shoulder, but he, he's not. I think maybe Tripitaka's like... There's a phrase we, I used to remember from Scotland, which was, I've bought apples off your cart before, which pretty much means, you know... I've been fooled from you in the past. Therefore, Tripitaka is very suspicious of what Pigsy is is complaining about. The boy who cried wolf, or the boy who cried pig, in this case. Anyway, they reach a village, and there's a celebration going on. Apparently, they reckon the prophecy is has come true. Pigsy has been selected... And he's he. They want him to be both their king and their god. Pigs are sacred to us. You chose to leave heaven to return and serve the world out of the saintliness of your nature. Accordingly, we all promise that we shall forever worship you, Lord. Now, for for a for a guy that's normally the butt of the jokes, 
as you can imagine, this goes immediately to his head. Brilliant. Adored. Not just, not just like welcome. Adored. Worshipped. Down on your knees. We're your friends. Friends? Now you're friends of mine, are you? What about all those things you said? An ape said, don't make a king out of him. This fish face was ruder still to me. And him even the master is no better. Now then, I'm king and you're jealous. I will stay. I'm not traveling with you just to be insulted. Fantastic. Monkey and Sandy, slightly jealous, I'm thinking. Try and convince... No, no, listen, this is not a good show. This is not a good idea. And and you're a, you're a bad choice for a king anyway. And listen, we've got this journey to India to do. So Tripitaka chips in saying, you know, whilst it might sound quite good, if you go and get these scriptures with us, you know, Buddha will reward you in time anyway. So, like, you, you know, you, you don't need to be... St- but, but Pigs is here none of this. Right, and and I don't blame him because it, it seems to be getting the short end of the, the the shift every week, and here we're in a situation where he can be a king and a god. Probably means he can drink a lot and crack on a woman a lot. Monkey has a fantastic line though. You know what he's a king of? He's the king of all the idiots. He is dripping with jealousy. I think. Tripitaka is not keen on pushing on and ultimately is disappointed with the stubbornness that Pigsy is showing. But yeah, at least Tripitaka has grown up to realise that partly it's their own fault. So they've been teasing him for ages now. And ultimately, he's just went, right, that's it. I've found... You know when you're, you're working in a job and, you know, you're, you're basically... You're getting no sort of good work you're just getting like all the junk tasks that no one else wants to do and then as soon as you've got a job offer from another company oh then it's like we can change things up or sorry we didn't give you a pay rise but now you can have one it's like it's too late right if you'd been doing that earlier then i wouldn't have been wanting to do this Monkey says, right, so it's like we just need to kind of try and see if we can wait it out. And it's clear that Sandy is already daydreaming about, I wonder if there's a country where there's fish spirits as kings. So he he's the exact same as Pigsy. He just doesn't really mention it that much. Isn't that true in life as well? Sometimes there's the people that speak up in meetings. They get the tag of being the troublemaker or that. Where there's probably plenty of folk who are just silent, but maybe they're thinking the same questions. Anyway, overnight, Tripitaka is visited by a spirit. The former king of the Red Hog country. And it's this is the plot for this week. It turns out he's actually been killed by a new surper. King of this unfortunate land. The one who succeeded me is my murderer, the usurper. Thus I am forced to stay in this world by my own bitterness. I come to warn you of danger and to ask you for your prayers and your help. 
who's who's actually a red hog monster. Cunning politician who wants to convert the entire country to hog worship. And he's got the spirit's daughter, someone called Green Lotus, prisoner. He will sacrifice her and the other disciples unless Tripitaka can stop. So, yeah, I wasn't really quite clear what that was going on there, but it's perceived to be the kingdom of the Red Hog, but actually the guy that's running it, he's a demon Red Hog. He's not the real one. And he wants to convert the country to hog worship, but if... I, I was getting the impression it was already converted to hold watch. So that, that doesn't really make sense. Unless it means expanding it in some fashion. Tripitaka, though, in a classic line of bitchiness, which is probably not usual for Buddhists, says... He and Sandy will know how to do it. Monsters don't scare those two. And they're used to hogs. Anyway, hog worship is carrying religious tolerance too far. Is that what you would call a microaggression? Hog worship is carrying religious tolerance too far. We'll get at you, yeah, right? Well, obviously he's no up for that, so there's a, what would you call that? Ecclesiastical divergence between Buddhism and hog worship? Anyway, this body in his demon form, he eventually wants to rule heaven itself. Roll forward to the next morning. Monkey and Sandy, they, they have woken up to like this, this land that we live in. An orgy of hog worship, they call it. And the princess is to be sacrificed. But that's not the big news. The big news is there's a giant statue of Pigsy being created. And Pigsy himself has been banished to the statue, his spirit's inside. So Pigsy is now their idol, to which Monkey has a fantastic line he calls his bone idol, which is good, great, because he is a lazy kid. The, the red called demon sees them and starts to fight. The fight ends, Monkey and Sandy escape, they meet some rebels who are not sure that hog worship is the right way to go for their country. They want the princess back, but they fear this demon who's running the place, particularly his weapon. We find out that this is really the source of his power. Bamboo tube. So he's got this kind of big didgeridoo type thing, which shoots bolts for him. Sandy has, unfortunately, his arm has also turned to stone because he was hit by the bamboo tube from the demon. And, like, that's, let's just say, it's weighing him down a lot, right? So he's looking for a spell to try and restore his arm. It grows with ordinary bamboo, and they know which is a magic plant because it takes so long to ripen. I used to play with the tube when I was a child. But it still turns flesh to stone. Yes, it does. But it's easy enough to turn it back again. Meanwhile, Holy Tripitaka is around trying to convince the villagers that this hog worship idea is totally wrong. Can't you see hog worship is stupid and blasphemous? Buddha's teaching is the only way. We live and die over and over again. 
He's probably like one of those guys that you see at uh, Speaker's Corner in London, right? Just rabbiting on about this hog worship is wrong. It's like it's, you know, these come and join my Buddhist circle and stuff like that. The hog demon himself, by the way, is is talking with the princess. And it seems that for some reason... He can't kill her until she signs a confession. A confession for what, I wonder? But anyway, she's no done it, right? So even though he's a demon, there seems to be an honour about the guy that he's not just going to kill her anyway. He's like, I want you to sign this first. Maybe it's like, I want, you know, to leave things in your will. Or, you know, maybe it's a prenup. I don't know, right? But there's a... There's a bit of paperwork for legal reasons he did signed and and she's no signed it. She does know that he is a demon. She does that's clear. Oh, and that's what he wants. He wants her to to basically fill out this document to say that Buddhism led her to this unspeakable evil. Not that it's really clear what this evil is that she's done, but that's the thing. So really what, what the, the, the demon was wanting is he's wanting to discredit Buddhism and she's going to have to sign this. If she's not going to sign, if she's not going to sign, he's going to torture her. So it's more of a stick approach than a carrot for this one. She doesn't want to sign the confession, but what, what can there be done? Well, monkey can intercept. He turns up in his, uh, as a as a wasp, and once he rescues her, takes her away in the cloud. When they get back to the rebels, Sandy unfortunately has the task to say, "Well, it's about that time in the episode that happens every week. Tripitaka has been captured. Doesn't that seem to be all the time that happens? The demon." Because he's got Tripitaka, thinks, if I'm ex- executing you and the princess, he doesn't know that she's gone, right? It, hog worship is going to make me immortal. It's not looking good for our heroes, right? Tripitaka's under lock and key. Monkey, Sandy and the rebels are all thinking, right, how on earth are we going to get Tripitaka back? And then Sandy just starts talking about this bamboo tube, the one that called, caused him to get the stone arm. And what's the chances the princess says it's hers? Guess where it's from? Korea. So what was the episode about? So I think this week what our message is all about importing goods from other countries. In this example, we see this bamboo tube coming from Korea that is causing so much damage in the land of the Red Hogs. And it's, it's, they're not manufacturing their own goods, they're just importing and it's coming from Korea. Not clear if it's North Korea or South Korea, but it's from Korea. 
Talking of which, I once had this plum wing from North Korea, which was purchased in the DMZ, the demilitarized zone. And I thought it'd just be a, like a little cool thing to buy. Deary me, strong. Jeez, it would blow your head off, right? Well, maybe, maybe that's the objective, right? But, uh, wow. Like, I mean, I've tried to look for it again, right? But it's, it, North Korea doesn't do much in the way of exports. Maybe it's sanctions on it or something like that. But, jeez, I wouldn't have made another crack at it. Anyway, that's an aside. The bamboo tube, which is the, the weapon used by the body in this episode, that's from Korea. And it's, it's something that grows only once every thousand years. To fix Sandy's arm, to t- return it to normal, what they're going to have to do is reverse the tube and suck instead of blow. Right, well, sounds simple, doesn't it? But how are they going to get a hold of it? And why, how are they going to be rescuing Tripitaka? More to the fact. They go to face the Red Hog Demon. He's still chasing this written confession about Buddhism. And then he discovers, oh, no, hang on, there's a dummy being left. The princess has escaped. And a fight breaks out. The princess accidentally causes Monkey to get a hit. But Sandy steps in and releases Tripitaka. As he prepares to blow into the tube, the villagers, and this is the, oh, so clever, they all throw their bamboo tubes at him, causing him to drop his. So now there's loads of these bamboo tubes sitting on the ground. But what's the magic one? Who knows? They all look the same. It's like, you know, we'll pick that one. No, that's not working. Pick this in. No, that's not working. Brilliant. Red Demon knows he's in he's in trouble now, right? He's, he's lost his key weapon and like he's got all these rebels going to attack him. So let's go. Get the cloud. He's got a cloud too. And then there's a little aerial joust up in the sky. And then eventually Monkey knocks the demon off his cloud. When he does hit the ground though the, the disruptions had caused a bit of a a landslide which ends up burying the, the demon. Tripitaka jumps in saying, listen, I hope you didn't hurt him. Like, again, siding with the baddies every week. To which Monkey says, no, no, he didn't feel anything. Of course he didn't. He was in- dead instantly. The princess is now going to be the queen. And... She's came out for Buddhism. All right, so... Hog worship is uh, has been given the thumbs down. So I promised I shall try to rule well in this country. And another thing, we'll all become a Buddhist country. Well, anyway, we're going to try it at least. And there we have it again. I'm glad to hear it. We know Buddha's tolerant, but he must draw the line at pig gods. Well, I think he would anyway. There's another microaggression from Trippy. At which point, Pigsy, who, who this episode is named after, but has really nothing to do in the episode other than just appear as a statue, reminds everyone that he is just a statue. Monkey, ever cheeky, says, you need to apologise for being so stubborn, but Pigsy's no wanting to. Like, it's, that's one of the themes here, stubbornness, right? The 
they can, they can restore both Pixie and Sandy by, you know, this sucking instead of blowing from these uh, bamboo, this magic bamboo tube. But there's millions of them, right? So it's it's really just a process of just elimination, right? Try this one. Yep. No, it's not that one. Next one, try. Put it over there. Don't put it back in the big pile because we'll just be recycling it all the time. Isn't that annoying, right? Nico, have I tested that one or not? There's a process excellence piece when you're doing a lot of this random stuff. Just make sure it's very segregated. And like maybe I didn't blow hard enough and all this kind of stuff. Just make sure that the process is repeatable and you'll eventually get there. And they do they do eventually find the right one and both uh, Sandy's arm goes back to normal and Pigsy comes out of the the statue and is back to normal. And the, the queen bids them farewell. Your handsome priest. I wish things were different, but I shall concentrate on ruling now. But yeah, again. Jeez, Trippy could have pulled. Again! Original transmissions. In the UK, the 5th of December 1980. In Japan, the 25th of February 1979. And in Australia, the 8th of June 1981. Pigsy's had a spell at being a god. It's not really clear that he was that up for it. Because he just turns into stone. He's a wee bit like, uh, do you claim immortality too? At the end of the five doctors, when uh, Rassilon is is offering immortality, and Richard Hundrell just thankfully gets why it's no good idea. I suppose that would be a case of beware of what you wish for. It might not be as good as you're expecting, right? Join us next week for episode 22, Village of the Undead. listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com Communication this week from a new listener, Jennifer. 
referring back way back to episode one, which seems like a lifetime ago, and was asking, was Monkey really expelled from heaven just for eating those peaches? The short answer to that, Jennifer, is yes, that's exactly why he was expelled. They were they were magical peaches. It wasn't his job to be consuming them. It was his job to guard them. So if you think of that in a modern parlance, that would be like the menu log or the Pizza Hut delivery person actually having a wee slice of your pizza before ding dong. Did anyone say menu log? You get what I'm saying. It's not a good strategy for job retention. Keep listening. My name's JP. Thanks for listening.